Oh, with the fade-in. With the fade-in, I'm not going to get copyrights taken down, which I have they had two strikes in the last week. You're welcome. Oh, how are we doing? Oh, I'm joined by Holly Bennett. How are you, Holly? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Okay, I'll... I'll I just keep we could just keep here. jamming. But... Lockdown. Hey. Well, I've got cleared music now, Holly. I had... um. <laughs> I was having a notifications get sent to me from individuals. You were having a what? Oh. I had um, I had some copyright potential infringement for my last two streams. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to just well, make sure that things were clear. That's tr- that's true, Rebecca style. Yeah, just <laughs> on, on the edge, just no planning, straight potential so- sewage. Um, <laughs> So welcome along, everybody. Joined by Holly Bennett, politics. Um, I think we're going to try and make these shows a bit more structured and formatted once a week, every Friday at 9 a.m. Um, and what a day to do it. Obviously, we had some other stuff potentially planned, which is now being pushed pause, and we are caught into the mix of potential lockdown world. I'm joined by Holly Bennett, um, director, CEO, uh, owner of a brand new whip. That brand new whip I've seen rolling around Auckland, just flexing on them in the political landscape. <laughs> Holly Bennett, the hurricane of politics in New Zealand that, yes. that, that knows the ins and outs of all sorts. Uh, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, I'm pretty um, I'm pretty um, gobsmacked that we're where we are right now. I wasn't anticipating any of this, um, maybe foolishly or non-foolishly, I'm not sure, but I know a lot of people are similar to me, to be here after 102 days of <clears throat> no community transmission. It's a little bit jarring. Yeah, so a couple of days ago, phone blew up, everything was going crazy, obviously I'm five hours ahead. Um, I think probably just the key one from a, I want to get into politics pretty heavy because mm. when I talked mm. to um, you know last crew about it they were saying we really hope that this doesn't turn into a political football that people will leverage and throw around and I'm like well I think it will so yeah. maybe from a political standpoint give us the 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 landscape of where things currently sit with how most people are kind of thinking about what is about to happen and what's um, coming up in the future um, so to answer those two parts, what is about to happen and what's coming up in the future. The first thing that I'd say is what is about to happen is that I don't anticipate that we're going to go to level four. Oh, um, let's just jump yeah. there. Okay. Really? Okay. Yeah. I had a little birdie tell me something different, but okay. Why, well, why would you not think that? <laughs> because Chris Hipkins just said it. He's oh. our Minister of Health. Well, there you go. Oh, here we go. Wait a second. I'm just, I could... Bring this up here. See, look, we're going full tech. I saw this here. There was not. There was something that said. uh, I think it was on the main page. Chris Hipkins. Now go for it. Yeah. So he said that um, we have to see um, several clusters of community transmission. Like, so we have to see more widespread um, sharing of COVID for us to move to alert level four, which is full lockdown. Well, not in frame. That's what we're talking about, right? Well, that would be good. So, what do you th- do? You think there will be split between 
obviously this is hypotheticals, but potentially split between Auckland staying at three for a bit and the rest of the nation staying at two? Or how? Do, when it says not in frame, what are your what are your options politically with how this thing can go? Well, we can take the politics out of it, and they're the government, okay. so they have the right to do, you know, all of the things that are in their toolkit. Um, so what I anticipate will happen is that this was never going to be a three-day exercise. Um, so, you know, in terms of Auckland being in level early, level three. So I imagine that we will probably stay here for two weeks. Um, and if the government chooses to announce that we're going to stay one week and then review or two weeks, I'm not sure. We'll see that today. Um, and in terms of the rest of the country, it does make no sense to pull them out of alert level two, you know, to push them into alert level three, what, so that Agreed. they can be like sacrificial lambs while Auckland weeps. Like, no. <laughs> they can... they, they, what will happen is every single person that doesn't live in Auckland is going to be like, take that Auckland, that's what you get. <laughs> You and your fancy sky tower and your bridges and your tolls and shit. Stuff you guys. Yeah, look, I don't blame them. <laughs> you're, you're, I don't, don't blame yeah, them. You, you, and you, you fancy flipping Hearn Bayers with your Range Rovers rolling <laughs> around the streets. Hey, look, Not there's even... nothing There's nothing wrong with success. success That's right. Success should be you... celebrated. What? A, wise no, look, man, look. a wise man told me that. <laughs> No, a, a, a wise woman who wasn't so wise at the time text, texted a certain friend asking if it was okay if she could actually buy a brand new whip, think, feeling bad about it. I was like, stuff that, flex on it, who you, hell yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so Auckland level three for a couple of weeks, you think, and then the rest of the nation at two, I, I agree. Because I think the, the, the cases that they found were related to that initial cluster anyway, right? So they can be controlled and isolated. There's nothing outside of that would, would uh, change that perception, right? Or change that thinking? Yeah, sure. The, the, just the fear is, though, from what I've seen, um, is that they they still yet don't know how that initial cluster of four, that whānau, um, how they contracted it. So mm. that's the big question. And, for, and, and just as an aside, for the record, anyone who's going in on this whānau of four that are the ones who are, you know, are the, what do you call them, patient zero or like the first... Yep. You need a massive reality check on what's going oh. on in your life if you, think, if you think it's appropriate to go for this family. I can guarantee you they do not want to have it and they are probably reeling from the fact that they have contracted it in some way. So anyone that thinks that that's appropriate does need to have a good hard look at themselves. I would agree. Uh, Sam Bros jumped up. It is, most, it is um, most often transmitted through liquid droplets through the air, which is why masks have been so effective in New York, New Jersey, I'm guessing, and why uh, nations that didn't mandate masks have been spiking. I can understand skepticism in a dearth, or oh, learning words today, of information, <laughs> but we have seen uh, NYC prove mark um, efficiently. Or if I don't know what that means. And then also says, I've never heard, fa heard facts so pretty, told so pretty. Well, thanks, Sam. You're clearly talking about yeah. my facts. I uh, appreciate that. Um, okay, so. Can I just say one thing? So I You can say more than one, Holly, and you don't usually ask for permission, no. but please go ahead. I'm learning in my old age. Um, I went out for a, so I'm trying to continue staying in a routine because I am lucky in that I can continue to work. Um, so I went out yesterday with a homemade mask 
so just the scarf around my face. Yep. And I saw literally nowhere. Oh, I saw one woman wearing a mask, um, and everyone else stared at me like I was crazy. The first one is always. Have you seen that uh, video called Guy Number Three? No. It is Seth Godin did this article and it's a pretty kind of obscure clip, but it's basically uh, there's a music festival going on, big surrounding hills. There's one mm. random dude dancing by himself. And oh, everyone's like, yes, that guy's I a fucking weirdo, right? <laughs> I know, I do. And then and then everyone's like, this dude's up to piss all. Everyone's like, oh, what a weirdo. Number two rolls up and it's like, no, yeah. two, two guys are kind of funky. But number three rolls up. Yeah. And as soon as you go to number three, then it's a party, then it's a thing, yeah. then it's a movement, then it's momentum and everyone, everything is sort of followed on. Unfortunately, Holly, you're probably just, you know, guy or girl number one. That's all. You know, or just so a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. No, I, look, the reality is, say in the, in the States uh, right now, like um, I picked up some um, some f- uh, food or shopping or whatever we're going to do, you need to have, you know, your mask on, regardless, everyone sort of got them. Um, mm. And it's just, the, I guess, the new sort of funky way of life, which is, which is here. Um, mm. Conscious of time, got five minutes left. Um, before our next, see, we got structure now. Holy shit, structure. Jeez, that's a new word for me. <laughs> How do you think, do you think borders and what do you think the two biggest issues will be for this next election that we're going to make them pop? What do you think, oh, what do you think of the two? Apart, I, um, I know, but what do you what do you feel they will be? Well, I can't really answer that question because I don't know when the election's going to be. Could it actually shift? Yeah, of course it can. Oh, didn't know that. I yeah. I couldn't. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who decides that? Yeah. So I imagine that the electoral commission right now will be working through what it would statutory. Oh, sorry, what it would constitutionally look like because you can't just sort of like unilaterally say, "Oh, it's not going to happen now," um, and then providing that advice to the government, and then um, yeah, it could potentially be so within the period it has to be by the second of November unless they choose to move it which then it could potentially be early next year so look i don't know what the two big issues are because at the moment when we get um ragdolled back into covid um you know the landscape entirely changes again and everyone then just focuses on covid as opposed to anything else um so the two biggest issues i don't know we need to find out what the date's going to be first and then work from there got it (laughs) <laughs> do you think um this is how little i know about politics but you're something slowly trying to learn uh you're doing well bro i how i is, do how, appreciate I, no, well. I, I try to make an effort i'm yeah. realizing that politics matters more and more you're, you're clawing me up every every text um how has if you were to give the crusher a grade of in the last since she's taken over what would you give her Oh, I'm always really reluctant to do that because God forbid if anyone gave lobbyists the grade, I would hate to see what my report card would come back with. Well, I can't read, so it's fine. Do you think she's done pretty de- – do you think they're doing better with her leading than, than previously? Um, well, yeah. I mean, if you look at her, her polling as a preferred prime minister uh, from what I have read – uh, in the media, that sh- it's the highest polling um, for national as a preferred prime minister. Uh, what do they, they, they? In my view, they're just stuck between a rock and a hard place. They've now had three leaders in the past <clears throat> six months, after having complete stability 
for uh, how long? Three years since, or three, two years. Um, so, and then they're having to deal with um, not having daily 1pm press conferences where everyone can hear what they think, mm. you know? Yeah. So is she doing well? Absolutely. But she's also a consummate professional in terms of politics. It's not her first rodeo. So I wouldn't expect her to be anything less, right? Uh, we've got some We've got some trolls rolling up. CJ Power, Judith gets a C minus. <laughs> Oh, okay. So CJ, that's so you... that's still a pass. C's get degrees, as I well know. <laughs> what well, I did not get C's even at high school. Couldn't get into university, but I'm 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 jealous for you both. Uh, <laughs> on, on that note, Mark Stafford would like to say, uh, can we bottle can we bottle Holly's laugh and sell it to those that need cheering up? Oh, of course, that's nice. absolutely, Steph. Yes, especially for you, <laughs> given that you had whole media articles written about you. <laughs> Um, love it. Uh, Michael Chen, Holly Bennett, who would win in a boxing match? David Seymour versus Winston Peters. And by decision or KO. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best. The that, that's the, these are the real questions that people want answered. <laughs> well, uh, who's got the longer reach? Might be winning. Depends but after then, how many beers, right? Yeah, and then but then you've got David. He's quite sprightly. We know that to be true. So yep. you know, uh, Rebecca, I'm a I, I am a UK app store user and didn't download the tracing app till now because it wasn't available there this morning. I downloaded it. Smart move, government IT team to distribute it wider. I'd agree. Yeah. Um, what's the most exciting thing for this next uh, next week for you? What's bubbling? Um. Actually, it's not exciting. So can oh, I cool. Just go Tell down? us more. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> go for can it. I? Please. No. <laughs> yeah, why not? So <clears throat> my big thing is we talked about this the last time that you and I talked on live, on Rebet Live, about COVID, which was the fact that at different alert levels, entire industries have no ability to generate any revenue. And... Freak. I don't know if you remember that conversation, but we you gave me shit for talking about beauty therapists. And my whole point <laughs> being is that there's people <laughs> who earn a living, you know, providing close contact services and at alert levels three and four, they can't operate. Now we have the exact same situation now. And my big thing is these people, these groups, these businesses have proven themselves that they can operate <clears throat> with hygiene and COVID minimization techniques in place. Has any work been done on the alert level guidance? And are we going to be told about this? Because we are not, this is not the first time we've had to be, mm. had to go into a lockdown or a quasi lockdown, like lockdown at full at level four and quasi lockdown at level three. So that is my big question, is that what work has been done in the past 102 days to make sure that our alert levels are fit for purpose so that we can ensure that industries yet again don't get decimated from these decisions? And I haven't seen anyone talking about this, um, and I would actually like to know if we're going to see the likes of hairdressers, <clears throat> beauty therapists, salons, all of those kind of services, whether or not they can be able to operate at three um, to actually mean that they can make earn some revenue, like earn money. Because yep. the, 
the whole thing behind that again, as I've said, is that everyone says, oh, you know, people are the most important thing. Yeah, absolutely. I do agree. And if we want to, for want of a better term, uh, this is a great political line. We can walk and chew gum at the same time. So mm. in that, uh, you know, in that vein, can we please have a look at the level guidance and make sure it's fit for purpose? Because I'm not sure that it is. Well, for a whole bunch of different businesses and services as well. Um, in the States, a whole bunch more is opening up even through lockdowns, but doing with, with spacing and masks and just, the you know, a whole for, formula and structure with it. Um, Verico, and then finally, before we um, say goodbye, uh, Rebecca's note, why isn't the government taking advantage of the COVID tracing API available on both Apple and Android's which uses Bluetooth to trace if you've been in proximity with someone who tested positive. The current app is just very inefficient with just QR codes. IT, tech, get it? Hmm. Well over my pay grade, Michael. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, Holly Bennett, uh, HSB. Government relations. Got dot, what's the website? HSBgovernmentrelations.nz. Dot NZ, no! Sorry. What? Send them somewhere random. <laughs> They'll be like, ugh. Also, what? Do you think there's something else randomly on that HSB <laughs> government consulting dot co dot NZ? Uh, Could be. Dot NZ. Uh, lovely talking to you. I'm interested to see me. what, what hap- happens uh, next week. No doubt I'll be seeing you soon. Absolutely. Stay safe. Absolutely. I will. You, do you want the music? You get, you get <laughs> outro music. Holly Bennett. We'll wait for the drop and then you'll disappear. See, there's this mu- cleared music. I'm not going to get sued today. Great. It was so pro. Gone. She's out of there. All right. Second guess. Rolling up. Trying to create consistency. We've got structure. We've got technology. There's a whole bunch of shit going on here. I've got, there's a bunch happening, but I've, I've got to clean it since last week. Um, thanks so much, Holly Bennett, joining the show. Bloody great. Uh, if you're just joining um, us in the mix as well, uh, big announcement coming today, 5.30, I believe. Sh- uh, Holly believes that we will not go to level four, um, which will be bloody great. And um, other people were saying that we will, so we shall obviously see. Next up, I may as well bring the, the music back in because we've got another partier. We've got another good human joining the mix. Ladies and gentlemen, Cassie Roma. How are we? We are good. Can you hear me? Oh, are we good? We're great. I, I, Fantastic. Uh, your Elton John um, track from last week. Did you get in trouble? I, was, I, I got in trouble. <laughs> 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 so good. Um, okay. <laughs> see, look, I've, oh, now I can push this button and it gives you props and claps. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome in, Cassie Roma. Um, oh, since last week. Okay. What do you want to talk to? Uh, lockdown, yes or no? Lockdown? We could talk yeah, about do think, lockdown. Do you, think we'll, do you think we'll go four or do you think it's going to stay at three for Auckland? I just love everybody's reckons. I don't have a clue. <laughs> <laughs> I love Holly's giggle. <laughs> I'm kind of yep. with her though. It, it feels like level three has been sufficient, but if we get numbers today where community transmission has gone off like a frog in a sock, level four it is. Mm. Um, Cedar uh, Sam says we won't move to level four. Expert. Um, Sam, <laughs> Sam the expert. Gotcha. What's what? What's the energy in New Zealand been like this last forty-eight hours? 
you woke up on Wednesday and everyone's like, what the fuck? Or did everyone go to bed oh. Tuesday night going, holy shit, what, what's the vibe been? Well, I actually, for the first time in the entire year, was sick this week. And I thought, oh, heck, here we go. So I went and got a COVID test and New Zealand's been amazing. I got my results back negative within 18 hours. So that was cool. Um, but when we kind of heard the news, it was very late at night. Um, a lot of people woke up to it the next day. I didn't sleep a wink um, the night we heard it. And I don't know why. The first, the first lockdown, I feel like we kind of hit our groove a little bit as a nation. We slowed down a bit. We started to treat each other with a lot more kindness. We said hi to each other on the streets. We did a lot more walking outside. It felt more like um, we were human beings, not human doings. And you and I talk about this a lot. So I don't know why I had like a full gut full of anxiety, but I did. Um, it's slow, there's less traffic. It's kind of like summer holidays. We've got beautiful um, weather outside. So for the first 48 hours, man, you know, we're, we're hearing all of the fear mongering about uh, economic downturn and we're seeing a lot of um, headlines in the news about, you know, the fear of masks. And you can see this like Americanization yep. of scaremongering coming in. But Kiwis are awesome and Kiwis are like, nah, don't listen to that bullshit. Don't think about conspiracy theories. Talk to people about it. Come on, we have to have these conversations. And that's what I love about New Zealand. If it goes to... Four. Mm -hmm. How much do you think will change the psyche of the average Kiwi living in? If it goes to four, it's going to be Auckland, not obviously probably all of New Zealand, I'm imagining. Um, do you think if we go into lockdown again, it will dramatically change the psyche of the nation? Do you think it will still be be kind and care and look out for others? Or do you think the overwhelmingness will be stuff this noise, I'm going to do me? How do you think this will, oh. this will fly with the, the headspace of Kiwis? We've already started to see protests and things, again, a la America, like anti-mask protests, anti-lockdown um, protests up north, down south, and all of these places, strangely enough, where there's not um, a level three quite yet. So there's there's a trickle of fear. I think we got really complacent. I don't think we got mm. complacent. I know we got complacent and maybe a little bit like, <laughs> a little bit not humble um, when we yes, had 102 yes. days. You know? Flexing a little. A little too yeah hard too well early. uh no i think people forget that the virus the virus doesn't have a brain right the virus's whole purpose for living is to create more virus and to infect more people the second we allowed um, shipments into new zealand humans into new zealand the second we became you know a, a little bit more open there was always going to be a chance that the virus could make its way in and mm. we were kidding ourselves if we thought that wasn't going to happen. And the government has been preparing us for that since yeah. the first moment we went back into level one. So it's, it's not a surprise. It was always when, not if. Well, I think as well, um, a lot of crew potentially drunk the Kool-Aid a little bit to think, oh, we don't have it now. We'll be sweet forever. It's all G. She'll be right, mate. And now all of a sudden it's, oh, wait a second. This may happen. Like the thing that went through my mind was, whoa, I wonder what business contingency planning looks like. Mm-hmm if it happens again and then again and the waves of operational and, and Holly brought up a point before talking about, you know, the, the operating systems of beauty therapists and stuff is do you think the mindset of like, I was on a call yesterday and basically a call got made of like, if we know this might happen anytime, anywhere, it may not be the smartest business decision for this business to exist with this model. Uh huh. 
And I was like, yep. holy shit. Like you would never actually think like that if you wake up any day and it's like, you know, you've got a blind phone on, you don't know when someone's going to punch you. It can just hit, yeah. it can just hit straight away. So I, I wonder if it may have set for business owners, this might be a moment to potentially think about how they reimagine what a new business model may have to look like if this thing can keep opening and shutting and open and stop, go, stop, go traffic light. Um, a traffic light economy. <laughs> I don't know if that's been oh, used yet, but do you know what I mean? It's like, go, stop, go. We're, go, we're go. like yellow light right now. Slow, <laughs> slow, slow. <laughs> um, do you think it will change the psyche of uh, business owners with how they structure what type of businesses they run and own? Do you think this will... Totally. this is started Completely. to plant the seeds? Yep. I think the first round of lockdowns should have. Uh, a lot of the businesses that I've been working with since level four went to level one um, have already started to talk about this. So luckily there was a little bit of a, a rhythm and a routine to people working from home and tech and adapt, you know, adapting to it and adopting new things, which is cool because it sets us up for success now. But you're completely right around how do businesses reimagine their offerings if face-to-face -face isn't going to work anymore. And a lot of small businesses in New Zealand did that. I hate this word, you know it, but they pivoted. Uh, they started to do things more online. <laughs> they did that, you know, the pivot. Oh. Yeah, um, I love that word. I fucking love pivot, man. We could talk about that for hours. <laughs> but and, and, and I, I, there's going to have to be a global reimagining, right? Yeah. Um, I'm more than anything, my heart absolutely fell into my stomach. I think the anxiety for me was there was a little glimmer of hope that potentially sometime in 2021, I might see my parents or my brother or his kids at some point in the States. And that almost went poof, out the window. Mm. Um, so there's... There are so many nuance around business and humanity and economics and taking care of community that it's hard to go. Businesses will reimagine. I think humans are going to have to reset and reimagine. And then mm. businesses are going to have to look at the opportunities and the challenges. Yeah. I mean, the we might have talked about it last time, but the decision of uh, Google to basically shift out their um, employees for until july 2021 so another full year basically everyone can work from home if they want and some of these businesses in perpetuity and forever the yeah. whole landscape of certain types of businesses are shifting and, and morphing quite dramatically you wonder as everyone around the globe some are winning some are losing there's this kind of funky race going on obviously until a vaccine comes through and, and changes everything but just the, the the shift of of power with how businesses are operating it, it's changing you know there's exodus out of a whole bunch of people out of california and new york new york like billionaires in new york yeah. going out to florida crew moving to texas people are just, coming to uh, new zealand <laughs> just yeah well they, they want in now um when you look at what this means for kiwi businesses with how they could potentially um grow if they if they missed the boat on round one what should they address potentially now in round two, hypothetically, if we go to a four, or even if stay at three for a little bit um, for their business? Where do you think their headspace should be? What would you prioritize if you were um, you're a Kiwi in business in New Zealand right now? I think depending on the business model and the product set um, of the business, it's if, you, if a business leader didn't do this in lockdown round one, round two is the time to, to stop, clear their desk. And exactly what you said earlier, take a look at not only the product set, what's the offering and what's the model um, in a, a mindset space where humans are going to be worried and stressed and anxious and there's going to be a loss of security. How does a business add value to somebody's life now? So before like mm. consume, consume, buy, buy like sweet man, we're at the top of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. As we jump between like actually 
safety and security versus, you know, mm-hmm. being woke. Where do businesses fit now? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I think it's the leadership have to get together and go, do we want to sell 5 million sprockets made overseas or can we do something in our own backyard to make sure now that Kiwis and small businesses are better looked after? Hyper-local resiliency. And I am the, a big fan yeah. of that. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the most beautiful things about New Zealand that mm. first attracted me to the, the country. Uh, I can remember the first day I set foot here like 19 years ago, going down the streets and um, it was Wairau Park, I think, on the North Shore and, and asking my ex-husband at the time, like, how does this happen? Like, how are so many small businesses afloat? And he was like, we all know each other. So I feel like there's, <laughs> there's an opportunity to go back to that. Yeah, New Zealand is wild for that. Uh, before we bail, Scott says, 100% level four for Auckland, level three for the rest of the country, at least two weeks. Any word on subsidies? I've been trying, trying not to tune in. Mm. Well, I guess there's that budget with that slush fund and maybe the plan That's of the right. slush fund was to to realise that if there was a second wave, we may need something in the kitty and if we've already um, got the money there for it, it may be less of a reactionary tactic from the government to have it in place and it might cause less fear for those in business knowing that the money is potentially there. So I'm just taking a wild yeah. guess. That I imagine the last three days have been, yeah, the last three days yeah. have been putting that into planning, I imagine. Um, Cassie, it feels like it's too short. I don't know if this is a good or bad idea just for a half hour show having little snippets because it always feels like we want to banter for longer, but I appreciate the time. Um, what's Are you about to go for your run on the Friday? What are, what are you doing? Do it. I'm dressed, man. It's not time for running yet. No, we're actually okay. heading to Starship. My daughter has a little, it's you. So we're we're hoping, fingers crossed, that we're we're good. Big, big fan of Starship. Big fan of you. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like the music mm-hmm. to... Just don't play Uncle Elton, all right? No, no, no lawsuits today, team. Enjoy your Friday. Thanks, Cassie. Love your work. See you, dude. Be good. Rock and roll, ladies and gentlemen. Cassie Roma. Uh, if you like the format, please let us know. I've got music playing. I literally, I had some strikes against the, the, the I think, uh, potential some copyright infringement uh, for the last time. So let's maybe not play any 50 cent the woo um with pop smoke or um elton john may not be the smartest thing uh but we shall we shall see all right uh enjoy the rest of the day team i'm going to be jumping back on with andrew patterson uh switching the style up which would be cool uh enjoy the rest of the day see you soon see if we get some go out with some cheers